Welcome to Ed Talks, an audio podcast presented by Achieve Minneapolis in partnership with the Citizens League. Ed Talks is a lively series of community conversations about public education and related issues that impact our young people. Each Ed Talks features two compelling short presentations by cutting edge educators, youth advocates, students, artists, or community leaders. Ed Talks is supported by a generous grant from the Bush Foundation. This Ed Talks is titled Kids Changing Education Systems versus Education Systems Changing Kids. Our featured speakers include Kyra Hughes Bester, Jemiah Cusick, and Octavius Doe. They are participants in the St. Paul Youth Services Youth Power MN Leadership Institute, an organizing hub where black youth are compensated for their intellectual capital, lived experiences, and contributions to improve our communities. Youth gather here to reflect, express themselves, build skills, organize, and advocate for serious change on issues that affect their lives. Kyra Hughes-Bester is a 12th grade student living in Milwaukee. She has been a Youth Power MN leader for four years with interests in education equity, learning styles, and digital media. She hopes to become an entrepreneur and a businesswoman. Jemiah Cusick is an 11th grade student living in St. Paul. She has been a Youth Power MN leader for three years and is interested in housing equity, criminal justice, wealth equity, and learning styles. She hopes to become a pediatrician. Octavius Doe is a 12th grade student living in St. Paul, where he immigrated from Liberia. He has been a Youth Power MN leader for three years and is interested in criminal justice, critical race theory, and youth as decision makers. He hopes to be an entrepreneur. In their Ed Talks, young leaders Kyra Hughes-Bester, Jemiah Cusick, and Octavius Doe of the St. Paul Youth Services Youth Power MN Leadership Institute will join us to describe their lived experiences with adults in educational institutions and how those experiences have impacted their well-being, safety, and ability to achieve their goals as black youth. They will also address the barriers to youth providing input in designing education systems and offer tools and insights for adults who are committed to including young people in the creation of youth-centric, equitable education. This virtual Ed Talk was live streamed online on April 26, 2022. Welcome to Ed Talk. We are SPI's Youth Power Leadership Institute, and our model is Kids Changing Systems versus Systems Changing Kids. The 2021 to 2025 strategic plan unapologetically reimagines a world where Black youth feel loved, safe, and free. This is detailed in our mission and vision. Next year, as past eight values, and we want to highlight the values that we are focused on as youth leaders. My favorite value is recognizing you versus our serious work. My favorite SPIES value is promote high expectations with high support. My favorite SPIES value is respect families as loving experts. Now it's time to get loose and have a little fun before we show what we got, before we show what we know. Kara, would you rather do your own stunt in an action movie or have a stunt person do it, do it for you? I do my own stunts because I want to have fun. Like if I was in Flash, 
I don't want to run on the buildings upside down, jump over cars, because I'm energetic. So why would I want somebody else to do my own stunts? Jemiah, let me ask you the same question. Would you rather do your own stunts in an action movie or have a stunt person do it for you? Um, I'd rather do my own stunts in an action movie because it's my, like, you know, it's my stunts, it's my movie, and I want to get my, like, all the credit I can get rather than having somebody else get credit for doing something for me. I'll just do it all by myself. Okay, here's a different icebreaker. Octavius, look at your phone and tell us your most used emoji. Well, my most used emoji is that I don't know emoji and it's always good like this. And I like it because I never know. <laughs> the work is always more fun when we have fun together. Here are the three pillars of our Youth Power Leadership Institute. Stories have to be told or they die. And when they die, we can't remember who we are or why we're here. Sue Monk Kid, author The Secret Life of Bees. I am Jemiah from Minnesota. I am from making Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dinner with my grandma from collard greens and banana pudding. I am from black people. I am from Cusicks and Loves from R&B and cookouts. I am from loving and believing in yourself. In order to lead without apology, I must speak from experience. I am Jemiah Cusick. I am Octavius Doe from the Son of Tanae. I am from Liberia where the sun shines every day. I am from the land of fufu and soup from the rice and greens. I am from, I am from the Basel tribe where the people sing songs every day and give thanks to the most high. I am from the I am from TG, aka Toga. I am from TG, Liberia, Morovia is home, and Kolokwa is everyday, is our everyday language. I am from Christianity, waking up at nine o'clock to go to church. In order to advocate, in order to live without apology, I must focus and pay attention. I am Kyrie Hughes Bester from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I am from Sunday, Family Sunday dinners and Cinnamon Toast Crunch pancakes from Pineapple Side Down Cakes. I am from beautiful Black African-American people. I am from Kirsten Hughes and Jesse Bester. From hip hop and jazz, I am from excitement and joy. In order to lead without apology, I must stay firm and strong. I am Kyrie Hughes Bester. The three core takeaways you want you to remember are, number one, Black youth are leaders and chain makers whose expertise should be valued, sought out, and compensated. Number two, creating youth-centric equitable education systems require truly listening to youth. Number three, there are proven and practical ways to improve outcomes for Black youth and youth of colors. Hey, oh, thank why you. did you choose to come here today? And what did you think when you were at? I choose to be here today because I want Black youth voice to be heard, not just here, but everywhere. Young Black youth, young Black youth never get heard and then we get, we get misunderstood. Like for example, 
and you walking around school mad, just don't assume things, talk to them because we be needing to talk sometimes. I'm speaking from my experience and for other youth and for other things my age. We respect, we respect family and adults outside has loving educational expert because we look up to adults to show us the way. We are young entrepreneurs, young black business owners. They say we, we they said the kids are our future, but how can we be the future if we don't got nobody that listens to us, not just telling us what to do and not just telling us what to do and what is best for us. We know our left and right, but sometimes we need directions and that's in direction and understanding. That's where y'all comes in. Jemiah, if you could change one thing about how young people are treated by adults at school, what would it be? Um, if I could change one thing about how young people are treated by adults at school, I would have changed how adults kind of assume that young people don't know what we're talking about or what we're trying to say. When a teen or a young person is trying to explain themselves or even telling adults what's right, an adult will brush it off or just assume that the youth don't know what they're talking about. In my own experience, it has happened multiple times. And instead of taking what I'm saying into thought, adults would rather question how I know what I know or try to make it seem wrong. Kyra, I'll ask you the same question. If you could change one thing about how young people are treated by adults at school, what would that be? Jemiah, I want teachers to be more respectful to understand our experiences that we are high school students instead of gossiping about students. I've seen it myself in my school that teachers talk to other teachers and students about other students' hygiene or personal business. In my opinion, it was inappropriate. It made me feel embarrassed for the other student and feel bad inside for the other student too. And if they knew that some of their words can be hurtful and inappropriate to other students, they wouldn't be doing that. As spies, we amplify youth voice and power to contribute to our community. Now let's talk about assumptions. Things that are accepted as true without proof. Kyra, what assumptions do you think teachers and school staff make when they see you? And what makes you believe that? Honestly, the assumptions people make about me is that I'm shy and a quiet person. I only be in school quiet and stand to myself with my headphones on while I'm doing my schoolwork. But if they talk to me just once, they will know that I'm not a shy person. I'm an outgoing person. I'm a youth leader. I want to create my own recreation center for you. I travel to five different states. But if they just talk to me one time, They'll know that's not the truth about me. Octavius, I like to know what you think are some of the most common reasons adults don't ask for young people input. What are adults afraid of? What would you tell an adult today to encourage them to create a more youth-centric classroom or education system? Well, Kara, I think adults don't ask for young people for young people input because they think we don't know better 
we cannot make better decisions than them because they are adults and we are young people. We need to stay in a young people place. They are afraid of the truth. They call it disrespect. Scared to be corrected by young, scared to be corrected by young people. I encourage adults to ask for young people. I, I encourage to adults to ask for our opinion because it's important just as an adult opinion. Uh, Jemaya, let me ask, Jemaya, let me ask you the same question. What do you think are some of the most common reasons adults don't ask for young people inputs? What are adults afraid of? What will you tell the adults today to encourage them to, to create a more youth center, classroom or educational system? One of the most common reasons I think about is just adults being afraid of change. They don't wanna hear an opinion that might be different than theirs and that may change their everyday way of thinking. Adults are afraid of things being different than what they are used to doing and their ways of acting. I would tell an adult to just be more open to young people's thoughts. Don't do whatever young people say, but take their ideas into mind and actually think about them. There are teachers, school staff, and schools who get it right. This is important to know. This is important so we know it's possible. Jemiah, can you identify school program and or teacher staff who gets it right? What does it what does it look like? What does it feel like? How can we get more people to take on those behaviors and actions? Ms. Jones is a teacher that gets it right. She was my seventh grade math teacher and my step teacher. She gets it right because she never let me doubt myself when I was going in, into my first accelerated math class. She always finds the best way to encourage kids and she is a lot of kids favorite teachers so she has to be doing something right. An adult that gets it right is an adult that isn't just looking for wrong all the time. An adult that actually cares about the youth they are around and isn't just there for their own benefit. We can get more adults that get it right by adults realizing that all kids are not the same. I understand that some teachers may be teaching a whole class, but some youth have things that they need individually to make sure they are motivated and doing the right thing. Same question for you, Kyra. Um, I think a teacher named Ms. Jackson, the social worker, gets it right. Ms. Jackson is the first social worker in my high school experience I actually talked to because she's energetic and outgoing. Getting it right is truly, truly showing respect to the high school students. She makes sure everyone is mentally and emotionally right for school and life. She makes sure she give out care packages to help other students that's in need or in need of help or having hygiene problems. It makes me feel awesome in the inside and out to know that someone actually cares about the young adults. She takes her job very, very serious and do more than her job. I think we can get more people to take, in, take on Ms. Jackson's behavior if they knew how they make students feel and knew that it's very heartwarming to be so caring. Octavius, can I ask you the same question? Yes, can, you can. Identify, can you identify a school, classroom, program, or teacher 
and staff who gets it right. What does that look like? What is what does it feel like? How can we get more people to take on those behaviors and actions? Well, Kyra, I feel like high school for recording arts gets it right because they understand that students, their staff, and teachers are respectful and they treat everyone, no matter who you are, what your nationality is, or sexuality. They tell that every young ones are the future in their action shows. For example, they let they let all young people advocate for themselves and take on their own responsibility, like like being responsible for your own graduation coming and going whenever because they understand that young people needs education but also has daily jobs to get to give they give you that opportunity where you can be most comfortable at the three core takeaways we want you to learn are number one black youth are leaders and change makers whose expertise should be valued sought out and compensated Number two, creating youth-centric, equitable education systems require truly listening to youth. Number three, there are proven and practical ways to improve outcomes for Black youth and youth of colors. We say we'll do whatever it takes to end racial disparities. Does that mean changing our own practices? Achieving equity will require us to make thousands of different decisions every day, from how we interact with youth to policies, funding, staffing, data, culture, and more. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Ed Talks is presented by Achieve Minneapolis in partnership with the Citizens League. Thanks to our generous sponsor, the Bush Foundation. For more information on Ed Talks or to watch Ed Talks videos or listen to audio podcasts, visit AchieveMPLS.org.